Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast of More, where we're learning how to get more out of our lives, more faith, more happiness, more joy, more integrity, and all the things that life brings us and just fulfill our lives more with more of the things that are there. I just recently saw a a post on Facebook, and it says, train your mind to see the good in everything, positivity. Positivity is a choice. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. And this is really kind of the theme of the podcast. And so I hope you're enjoying it. It melts my heart every time I get on my email and see people that are listening and how the podcast is growing. And I just want to thank all of you for sharing and for listening. And it's crazy how I'll get on and and shortly after the podcast has aired, I'll already have listeners. And I just want to thank all of you because um, another person who does a podcast said it's kind of a lonely world. And maybe it is a little bit. You're just out there recording and people listen, but you don't always know about the people that are listening. So I just want to thank each of you. Um, today's chapter in in the book that we're reading Raymond Hollywell's book, um, Working with the Law. The chapter today is on the law of forgiveness. And I've already done a, a really, I thought was a really good podcast. And, and it wasn't really wasn't all my information. It's where I read from another author, but uh, on the for, on the law of forgiveness. But I think there's a lot to be said here for this podcast. And um, this this twist on the law of forgiveness is, is different than the law of forgiveness of the last podcast. So this won't be probably as long, but there are some interesting, some food for thought here on this particular subject. Same subject, different twist. So he starts out saying that Jesus um, taught bigness of character. And with that, he was more than just a preacher. He was a teacher supreme with the letters capitalized. So impressive in the life of the Savior, Jesus Christ, that the scribes and the Pharisees, they condemned him to be crucified. They gave him the maximum sentence that anybody could get. And they dragged him through the streets like a prisoner. They nailed him to the cross. And then after that, he said probably some of the greatest words ever ever in the history of the world. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. A man who is great enough to forgive is always greater than the forgiven. He is superior. He is greater than his adversary. That's so powerful, it bears repeating. A man who is great enough to forgive is always greater than the forgiven. That's so powerful. I mean, you know, it's just Forgiveness is such a huge, big thing in life. Um, I think that's something that maybe why I want to do this podcast again. I mean, there is a different twist, but I feel like this is such a hard thing for me sometimes. Like it's so easy to carry a grudge um, around with you for things of the past that you just need to let go. 
And again, it's a conscious choice. He goes on to say, Hollywell goes on to say that the Savior raised the question, which is the basis of the lesson. Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Until seven times? And then, you know, he talks about how this was such a generous gesture on his part. Because the Jewish law at the time, the law that they were familiar with and that they knew allowed a man to be given to be forgiven three times. This was more than twice the grace that that law allowed. Law allowed that law allowed. It's a tongue twister. So I mean, you know, they they felt like, oh, forgive someone three times, and now, you know, he's like he says, hey, should I give him forgive him seven times, which is more than double, right? And um, then Peter must have felt the Savior was so pleased with him when he said that. And then he was so perplexed and confused when, when Jesus answered and said, not even seven, but tell 70 times seven, which is an indefinite amount of time. So the quality of forgiveness must be as limitless as faith, hope, and love. Hollywell goes on to talk about this Professor Gates um, in Washington, D.C., did an experiment and he tested the, the emotions and reactions of the body. And this is kind of where it's a little dif- different twist. And he found some interesting results. He found 40 bad emotions and even more emotions that were good. And he said of all the bad emotions out there, the reaction of guilt was the worst. And he said this deduction was gained by a chemical analysis of the perspiration taken from the body. A small quality of sweat was taken from each emotional reaction and tested. Now, how he did this is beyond me, but a scientist, the things that they can do are just unbelievable. And he determined that the bad emotion showed a strong, the bad emotion of guilt showed a strong acid test. Now, we all know that if you put acid on your flesh, you know what's going to happen. It's going to burn. It'll it eventually burn, becomes so painful that it will destroy the very tissue of your flesh. And it's just such a chemical reaction that's affecting, affecting the tissue and organism of the body, organism of the body, when these destroying thoughts are allowed to harbor within and generate a poison which weakens and eventually destroys the body. Now, I just know for me and my sake, when I don't have good relationships with people around me, when I feel that there's tension or there's someone's upset or I've done something wrong or, you know, I just don't feel good. Like, honestly, I almost feel sick immediately after. And um, I know sometimes if I get in an argument or, or disagreement with my husband, you know, I just feel sick and I can't eat, I can't sleep. And this is kind of what this Professor Gates discovered, that when things aren't in harmony in our body, um, that we actually physically get ill and that we have this this acid that's produced. And so that's kind of like the, um, the idea be- behind this law of forgiveness in this sense is that um, you'll, you'll feel ill and you'll feel sick and your body will go down when you can't forgive others and you can't move on with positive relationships in your life. And I just believe it to be so true. I know it's true in my situation. Um, I know other people, they eat when they have bad situations. I don't eat. And, um, you know, it's, it's not healthy either way, either reaction. 
And so this is kind of what we're going to talk about today. Hollywell goes on to tell about this man who was a doctor who had a, um, a patient come to him. And the patient was just sick. And he had gone to all these different doctors. And not only that, even, even um, mental health specialists he had gone to. And still he was suffering. And he just kept getting worse and worse to the point of deep depression and almost suicidal tendency. And the doctor knew that this man had gone to all of these people and had tried all these things. And so the doctor decided he was going to really investigate and figure out what's going on with this man from more of a mental viewpoint. And after a lot of study, he discovered the real um, cause of this man's illness. So many years before this had happened with this man's illness, he and his brother were business partners and the man had come across some money in the business and then lost it. And that the money that he lost rightfully belonged to his brother. And he solved the problem so that in such a way that the brother was never able to find out, you know, even if it had been investigated, it never, it never was discovered. Then later they decided not to be business partners anymore and they split apart and that man retired from the work. But he could never forgive himself for having lost that m amount of money that was al also his brother's. And he wanted to return it, but he couldn't do so without the brother finding out the whole truth. So um, he wasn't even afraid of the legal punishment that, that it would cause but it would be the loss of his brother's, you know, friendship and affection. And they'd always been such friends and so devoted to each other. And so he would never, he never confessed to his brother what happened. So the doctor advised this man to go home and like tell the brother everything about the whole story. So this man went home and he thought it over and for three days he mulled over it and mulled over it. And he finally called the doctor and said he'd spent three days dreadful days, sleepless nights, battling himself. And he decided he was going to tell his brother because he said that what would happen, you know, the treatment of his brother couldn't be worse than what he was going through, through all of this suffering. So he told his brother the whole story. And to his surprise, the brother threw his arms around him and rejoiced with, rejoiced with him that it was cleared from his mind. And it was such a joyful time for them that, um, that this, you know, this drift between them, even though the one brother didn't know about it, but the other brother did, it just cleared everything up for them. And so that's kind of what repentance and forgiveness does for us. It frees our mind of the, of how, how bad we're feeling about the things that we carry. And this man was able to do as Jesus says in the Bible, go thy way and sin no more. And his mind was now free, completely free to think on healthy, happy, joyful thoughts. And his body healed so quickly. And to some people, they would think it was a miracle. But, but really, it was just the natural law operating in man that, you know, when you're heavy and full of difficulty and sorrow that you've done something wrong, to repair it, you have to, you have to fix those things. And it goes on in the Bible to say, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. 
So forgive us the things that, so the idea is we need to forgive um, other people just as we want to be forgiven. I mean, we make mistakes, we do things wrong, and we need to forgive other people. And he says, for example, if you hold in your mind that someone has wronged you or has treated you unjustly, you cannot be free from your wrongdoings or injustice so long as you hold that thought in your consciousness. And, oh, this is such a hard thing. Like, it's just so hard to get over some of these things. But really, we're choosing to hold on to that. And when we hold on to that, it, you know, it brings us down physically and mentally and even socially. Like, we don't want to do things with other people because we don't feel good about, uh, we just don't feel good inside, you know. So we, so we need to be free of those things. So Hollywell says the thing to do is you need to search your mind for lurking or unforgiving thoughts that have been tucked away from your notice, you know, or if you just sit and hold on to things. Is your thought realm filled with resentment that you may hold against someone, somebody else, or even a condition, right? So he says, if you have that feeling that you've been slighted by someone or something, then you need to forgive um, forgive them, and then you'll be forgiven too. So to me, this is kind of a hard thing to do. And I, you know, I just making myself vulnerable here. But it's just hard, like, when people, especially when you're around people over and over and over, and they keep doing the same things over and over and over, and you forgive and you forgive, and you try to forget and you try to forget, and it just keeps happening over and over. And look, I'm not talking about abuse or anything like that. I mean, when you're being abused, then you probably need to talk to to professionals and get help. But the day-to-day things that we do, people do things over and over, the same things over and over again, and you want to stop it and you can't. Sometimes it just seems like you can't. So in my mind, the the remedy for this is prayer. I believe that when you pray and you really want to change, that God shows you ways to change. God opens your mind and helps you see the things that you need to do differently. And when you do that, and when you start to see yourself, I said it in the last podcast, as an entity of change, you see yourself as someone who needs to change, then you know you are being taught. And all, you know, this is going to be a shorter podcast because I've already kind of gone down this road. But the twist here is that it brings us down physically and that he says everybody must at some time walk the path of forgiveness. We must learn to live this law. It must be important for the master taught that there was no hope of forgiveness for the unforgiving. Only as we forgive are we forgiven. We must put forth the first effort. I think that's the key here. You must put forth the first effort. You can't be the, you can't say, well, when they do it, I will, you know, and you just have to keep doing it. Our willingness must open the way for our forgiveness. We dare not ask more of the law than we are able to extend to ourselves or to our brothers. Unless we prove this law by living it, we cannot hope to gain the bigness of character that life requires. And life really does require you to be the bigger person. And I've watched this with people in my life. And um, when you love and you care about people and you look beyond their limitations 
then you bring out the best in them and they change and grow and want to be who you, who, you know, the flower or the blossom that you imagine for them. But when you look at the weaknesses of people and pull them down and complain about those weaknesses, then they don't rise to those occasions. So, you know, finding the best in others, forgiving them for what they do and moving on is the key, I think, to successful relationships. Easier said than done. I can say that right now. Um, But certainly something to be reminded of and to think about. So I hope you, this is just another little reminder and I encourage you to go back and listen to the other podcast on forgiveness, powerful words of wisdom. And next time I record, I will be back from Hawaii. So this will come out while I'm in Hawaii and then I'll get back onto it. So thanks to everybody for all your support, kindness, and friendship. Have a great week, everybody. See you.